Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of current and classic horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews and discussions may include spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy. Have you ever wondered what it'd be like if David Cronenberg directed an episode of Power Rangers? Well, for today's installment to 2B Tuesday, where I highlight a film currently streaming on 2B TV, Yudai Yamaguchi and Junichi Yamamoto's 2005 body horror beat-em-up Meatball Machine answers that question for us in the bloodiest way possible. Based on the 1999 short film directed by Yamamoto, Meatball Machine is a tale as old as time. That being an alien parasite is invading Tokyo and turning residents into violent and hungry necroborgs. Horrific amalgamations of meat and metal that once fully formed seek out other necroborgs to do battle with, the winner, naturally, ripping off and feasting upon the organs of the loser. We meet our protagonist, Yoji, a quiet grease monkey who spends his lunch breaks alone, but one day he catches the eye of a woman, Sajiko, from across the street and immediately falls in love with her. Though, this infatuation begins just as the alien parasitic threat begins rampaging through Tokyo's alleys, and Sachiko becomes infected. Now, Yoji must make the difficult decision of saving or ending her life. Honesty is the best policy, so I'll be upfront. If you aren't interested in a practical effects-led splatterfest, Meatball Machine will do little for you. Its narrative feels superfluous, only existing to justify the carnage that will unfold. Characters and their dialogue is awkward and clunky, to the degree you'd swear these characters were carbon copies picked from literally any other low-budget monster movie. That being said, the film's title is Meatball Machine, so shame on you if you're expecting the likes of Hamlet. Now, in terms of my claim that Meatball Machine feels like a David Cronenberg-directed episode of the Power Rangers, let's unpack just what the hell that actually means. The Necroborg designs by Kida Amemiya, which are complemented by creature special effects director Yoshiro Nishimura, are batshit insane in the best way possible. With a concept as wild as Meatball Machine to fall short in the way of practical effects would beg the question, why even bother? You could draw several parallels between the metal fetishist madness of Tetsuo the Iron Man and Meatball Machine, though the latter delivers far more heapings of frantic bloodshed. The film opens with two necroborgs dueling with their various metal appendages. Their once human bodies now hulking masses of steel with tubes penetrating their flesh and drills or blades replacing their once human hands. Think Edward Scissorhands by way of bath salts. One of the two Necroborgs seizes the upper hand over the other, slicing and splitting the loser's head in two as an explosive mist of blood jettisons from the wound. I have to commend the film for establishing within the opening two minutes that it excels in gratuitous excess, scaring off those who aren't in the mood for a graphic as hell bit of lunacy. The film knows exactly what it wants to accomplish and is unwavering in pursuing that. The film is so over the top violent that within the first 10 minutes, a curious child falls prey to a necroborg looking for a new host. The child emerges with tubes and metal fused to his body, only to be subsequently hit by a truck, exploding into a thousand bloody pieces. It's a sudden and shocking moment of violence, followed up with grim gallows humor upon the driver seeing the kid's feet are still in his shoes, despite his legs having been cleanly severed from his body. And now for a brief intermission. If you've been enjoying this episode of Daily Horror Habit, please take a moment to subscribe to the show on your preferred streaming platform or leave us a review on iTunes. And thank you for your continued support, and I hope you enjoy the remainder of today's horrifying episode. While this sounds extreme, and it is, it sounds more grim than it actually is, as the film retains the feeling of an Adult Swim-type movie with levity layered on so thick 
that its violence comes off as absurdist and slapstick rather than offensive. It's the various forms that the Necroborgs take, a case-by-case -case mutation basis, that form these nauseating monoliths of metal and flesh. For instance, the truck driver who hit the kid is infested by the parasite and has a windshield with fully functioning wipers as a new appendage, which comes in handy when he needs to clean blood splashback that occurs when impaling a victim with his drill hand. It's this cheesy over-the-top nature that makes Meatball Machine work as well as it does, giving it as unrelenting and ramping up the carnage to its lunacy-laced ending. As in a further display of strong practical work, the latter half of Meatball Machine adopts a new perspective of presenting what is occurring inside the bodies of those who are infested by the parasite. This inside look at the bodies suffering from their recent fusion of flesh and metal is what fuels the body horror-centric nature of the Necroborgs. We also see the parasitic creature that resides within their bodies and drives them to commit these hellish acts of violence, which makes for numerous gross and goopy moments. Given the low-budget, backroom rental store aesthetic of Meatball Machine's overall presentation, this practical work and the creativity that fuels it is exceptional and well worth the price of your time. And the creativity that fuels it is exceptional and well worth the admission price of just your time. The film's dedication to gratuitous bloodshed and Saturday morning cartoon energy culminates into a gory Necroborg battle that cranks the absurdity up to 11. What began as a simple tale of boy meets girl erupts into two, now metal-infused lovers, dueling in a shipping yard container graveyard. And just how ridiculous does Meatball Machine's finale get? Well, all I'll say is that one character brandishes a flamethrower that fires bones that spurt blood and explode. So yeah, fairly ridiculous, you might say. In the film's reveling in its own nonsense, Meatball Machine delivers a gory spectacle that has the practical work and dark humor to back it up. But as far as grimy late-night body horror spectacles go, Meatball Machine delivers the gory goods, so be sure to check it out while it's streaming on Tubi TV. And that'll do it for another installment of Daily Horror Habits ongoing Tubi Tuesday segment, and I'll see you guys tomorrow for another Daily Horror Movie Review, and next Tuesday for another Tubi TV offering. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service, and follow the show on Instagram at Daily Horror Habit, and on Twitter at Daily Horror Pod for episode updates. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.